Can you believe we're in the second week of November already? Isn't that just crazy to think about? I feel like it was just summertime and kids were just starting school. I don't know where the time was going. I swear, this time of year seems to just fly by and then we hit January and it just seems like time slows down until March and then March comes along and then you blink and then it's summer again. And we're right back into that cycle. But it's part of the reason I decorate so early for Christmas because the season just seems to come and go so quickly that I just want to make it last as long as possible. And people think because I start celebrating Christmas so early that I just skip over Thanksgiving, but that couldn't be further from the truth. I love Thanksgiving. It's actually one of my favorite holidays because it's the day that brings families back together. I'm lucky enough to have my siblings live close to me, but not everyone is that lucky. I actually have family that comes from Ireland every year and stays with us for Thanksgiving, so it's something we really look forward to every fall. And I do decorate our table with the typical Thanksgiving colors. We just have our tree up in the background. Thanksgiving is a time for people to stop and give thanks for all the blessings in their life. But we shouldn't just wait for Thanksgiving to practice gratitude. It should be part of your daily practice. If you don't have good routines in place, if you're waking up in the morning just in time to get your kids out of bed and out of the door, if you're crashing at night after you tuck your little ones in and don't take any time for yourself in your day, then take advantage of my 10% holiday discount and book a time management session with me. I will help you create these routines in your day to fit in all the things you want to accomplish, including your health and wellness goals. 2024 is literally right around the corner, and you know you're going to have resolutions. So get control of your schedule now so that you can create that time in your schedule to work on those goals. Check out my show notes for my booking link, or you can head right over to momwifecareerlife.com for more information. Hopefully after today's episode, you will want to add gratitude practice into your daily routines. So with that, today I'm sharing my tips on how to incorporate gratitude into your busy days. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work and time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. When you start being grateful for the little things, you start to slowly shift your mindset and your perspective And you start to become more aware of the beauty in the little moments in life. You start noticing the person holding the door for someone else. You start noticing your kids playing nicely with each other. You start noticing the beauty in nature more. When you start focusing on the things that you should be grateful for, you start to train your brain to look for those more positive things in life. You start seeing life around you through a new lens. There is a lot of research out there on the health benefits, the stress reduction, and just how overall it makes you a happier person. And who doesn't want to be happier, healthier, and less stressed? So with that, I am sharing my tips to help you build gratitude practice into your day. Number one, make it a habit. Build gratitude into your routine. I'm very intentional about making gratitude part of my morning routine and my nighttime routine. In the morning, We do a prayerful meditation where I start out with my Reiki mantra, which begins with, today I will be grateful for the blessings in my life. 
And then I move into thanking God for all of my blessings. And I try to visualize the recent things that have happened in my life that I should be grateful for. And before going to bed, I do nighttime prayers with Michael. I've been trying to get better about having the girls come in and pray with us, but I'm very consistent with Michael. And we always end our prayers with saying what we're thankful for, even on the bad days. If he has to get down to the basics of saying, I'm thankful for the roof over my head and the warm bed I get to sleep in, because not everyone is so lucky. So we thank God for that. And on my bad days, I'm still always thankful that I get to work from home and bring my kids to school every day. So just those little things in life. Number two, journaling. There are some really great journals out there that are specifically called gratitude journals. If you are the type of person that needs prompts or if you struggle with gratitude in general, I highly recommend one of those journals. When Kaylee was younger, she used to always get upset before going to bed. She would have a great day and then all of a sudden she would be in tears right when it was time to go to bed. And it was really frustrating as a parent to go through. But I ended up getting her one of those journals for kids and she would fill it out every night and it really helps her perspective. And if you don't need prompts, then you could just use any notebook and pick one thing that happened in your day that you're grateful for. It's also a nice thing to kind of look back on and reflect on when you have time. Or when you get in a bad mood or a funk, you can pick up the journal and use it to reflect on all the good things that have happened recently. Number three, practice mindfulness. It's so easy to fall into just going through the motions of life, getting up in the morning, mindlessly getting ready, getting the kids ready, going through your routine of getting them out the door, then going to work, home from work, making dinner, get them to where they need to be, then home, wash up, go to bed. But if you just take time to slow down a bit and be present in the moment, in those first few conscious seconds of being awake when you first start your day with the appreciation of, I woke up today. And we're blessed to live another day. And as you're going through your routines, enjoying the little moments, taking a nice warm shower, or if you're even into cold showers, even better. I am just not that type of person. Getting ready in front of the mirror, even if you don't love your body, being thankful for what that body has given you. Every time I see my little belly pouch or my big belly pouch, I start to think negative thoughts. And I just, I have to stop and I have to remind myself of why I have it. Because my body gave me three beautiful kids. And when I go downstairs to a quiet house that's now has a beautiful little Christmas tree, I get to have that warm cup of coffee in peace. I'm just savoring the moment. And when I bring the kids to school, I'm grateful that I get to spend that time with them in the morning. Even when they're in a bad mood, I'm grateful that I get to be with them to try to flip their mindset before they walk through the school doors. And that one is not always easy, especially when all I want to do is yell at them. But it's taking those deep breaths, being mindful that if I react in a negative way, it's just going to add fuel to their fire. And if I stay calm and meet them with love and encouragement, they're able to walk through those doors in at least a little bit of a better mood. And you could do this throughout your entire day, walking to work, or if you get to take breaks throughout the day, which I need to get much better at doing my mental mile every day, but taking in nature and just enjoying the beauty of the season, which I definitely didn't get to do enough of this fall. The leaves are just falling way too fast. You can go on and on about how to be mindful throughout your day, but hopefully you get the point. Number four, flip the script. Instead of saying I have to, flip the script to say I get to. Instead of saying I have to go to work, say I get to go to work. Not everyone is so lucky to have a job. Some moms are struggling to pay the bills and are out of work. You get to go to a job, even if you don't love it, you get that paycheck coming in. Instead of saying, I have to do the laundry, 
Philippe too, I get to do the laundry. You are blessed to have a family to clothe, money to clothe them, and the ability to clean their clothes. Instead of saying, we have to clean the house, now this one's a little harder, but flip it to, I get to clean the house. Again, you have a house, you have a roof over your head, and a family to make it a home. You could do this with anything or any chore or any activity that you don't really feel like doing. With all that's going on in the world, it's getting easier to take that step back and flip that script to be so grateful for all the little things we get to do that we take for granted. Number five, positive affirmations or positive mantras. Affirmations and mantras can be very powerful. At first, you can definitely feel very silly saying them, but the more you practice them, the more routine they become. And you can make them be whatever you want. You could start simple with, today I am grateful for the opportunities that today will bring. Pick something that you think will work for you, or if you're having trouble thinking of what to say, you could just Google gratitude affirmations and you'll find tons of them. Just pick one or a few that work best for you. You can even post them on your bathroom mirror as a reminder when you are getting ready in the morning. I'm actually looking into like those mirror stickers, those mirror clings for the kids' bathroom to put a couple up on their mirrors. Number six, a memory jar. This is something that I really wanted to do last year but never got around to it, but I'm definitely doing it this year. Have a jar and every day write down on a piece of paper something that happened that day that made you smile, an interaction with someone, an activity you did with your family, something that you accomplished, and put it in the jar. And even if you don't do it every day, once a week, but by the end of the year, if you do it every day, you'll have 365 amazing memories to look back on when you're having a bad day or when you're feeling down in the dumps. And you could just empty the jar out on the table and read through them to cheer you up. You can do one as a family or you can have one jar per person. I'm going to try to make the kids jars for Christmas. And I'm going to have them keep them on their bedside tables. And every night, add a little note and add it into their nighttime routine to just make a little note of what they're grateful for that day, something that happened, and put it in their jar. Number seven, self-care and self-love. Gratitude starts with you. Gratitude is actually a form of self-care. But the more you take time for yourself and making your wellness, not just your health, a priority, the more grateful you become for those little pockets of time, the more mindful you become of how your body and your mind feel after you take a walk, after you exercise, eat that healthy meal, take a bath, or just meditate. Self-care involves quieting the mind and taking time to internalize what you're doing in that pocket of time. And as you start taking care of yourself, you start building up that self-love. Self-love should probably be its own number and probably its own episode, which I'm going to actually make a mental note of right now to do an episode on that. So let's just call self-love number eight on the list. So number eight, self-love. When you are focusing on the positive and being grateful and adding in that self-care, you start to look at yourself more positive. And the more love you give to yourself, the more self-confidence you build which in turn helps promote gratitude. It's like a nice little circle that goes around and around. My self-love journey started with my weight loss journey. I've shared a part of that journey before, but it all starts with the mindset and being able to put your needs and yourself first. And once you start implementing those changes and your mindset starts shifting, then your entire perspective starts to shift and you start being grateful for all those little moments. Number nine, share your gratitude. Start thanking people and letting them know that you're grateful for them, for their actions, for something they may have helped you with or did for you, 
or something that maybe made your life a little easier. And this is something you could totally do at work, especially at work. We have a program at work where you can thank someone formally, and I try to use it as much as I can. If someone helps me out from another group, takes their time out of their workday to help me through something, I am making sure I thank them. And not just by signing my email with the word thanks and exclamation point, I make sure to go that extra step to let them know that I really appreciated their time. And you should get your kids into this habit too. And around the holidays is a perfect time to do that for Christmas or at the holidays. Kids can write out cards to their teachers. Uh, we bake cookies to say thank you and happy holidays to our local police and fire department and our church. There are a bunch of different ways you can show your gratitude to others. And you can make fun activities out of it with the kids or something to keep them busy during the winter and these cold months. And number 10, give yourself grace. If you've listened to enough of my podcasts, you know this is a common tip. With any habit or practice, you need to give yourself grace. You can't be positive all the time. In fact, it's not healthy to be positive all the time. If something bad happens or doesn't go the way you planned, it's okay to get upset and let yourself feel that negative emotion. But don't let it linger. Rust is the king of silver linings and getting me to see the positive or helping me change my perspective, but he's learned over the years to just let me have that little pity party for a few minutes. Those negative emotions can actually help you build resiliency and help you strategize on how to do better next time. So just don't let yourself sit in that negativity for too long because it will be a productivity killer. Before we get into the recap, and since this episode is about being grateful, I did want to take a minute to just say how grateful I am for all of you. I started 2023 with a dream of starting a podcast, and I couldn't imagine how I was going to make it happen with working full-time and doing all the mom, wife, career life things. And looking back at the past six months since I've launched, I'm really just in awe of where I am today. I've loved every minute of creating this podcast and all that's gone along with it. I've loved all the connections I've made, all the moms that have reached out to cheer me on or let me know how my little podcast is making a big difference in their life. So sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Now, let's recap on the tips on how to add gratitude into your day. Number one, make it a habit. Add it to your morning or nighttime routine. Number two, journaling. Get a gratitude journal with prompts to help you get started. Number three, practice mindfulness. Be mindful of those little moments throughout your day that bring you joy. That hot shower when you wake up, that hot cup of coffee in peace, your kids grabbing your hand to hold it when they cross the street. Those moments will pass you by very fast. Number four, flip that script. Instead of saying, I have to, start saying, I get to. Number five, positive affirmations or mantras. It may feel funny at first, but the more you say them, the easier it is. Number six, a memory jar. Put those grateful moments in a jar and reflect on them when you're feeling down. Number seven, self-care. Build in those moments of self-care into your day and the gratitude comes naturally. Number eight, self-love. It's that wonderful circle. The more you take care of yourself, the more your self-love grows and the more grateful you become. Number nine, share your gratitude. Start saying thank you more and showing people around you how grateful you are. Number 10, Give yourself grace. With any new habit, you will not be perfect and you will slip up. You'll miss days. You'll miss moments. But just be mindful when you do. And when you hit that slump, go back to that journal or go back to that memory jar and read through all the things that you're grateful for and start flipping that script. 
I hope you found this episode helpful. As always, I'd love to hear which tip you found the most helpful, or if you have one you'd like to share, head on over to our Mom Wife Career Life Facebook community and tell me all about it. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Kerry Piaf. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute, go on over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me and let them know they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there is a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life or join our new Facebook community. Sending you love and light until next time on the Mom Wife Career Life Podcast with Carrie Pat.